another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, good morning, Broads. Good afternoon. Good evening. Top of the morning Top to you. Top of the morning to you, Broads. I hope that you've been having a wonderful, splendid day past few days. Hello, hello. Hi, Becca. How are you? Hi. Um, um, I, good. I just wanted to say... Congratulations. We didn't talk about the fact oh that my- your clothing line has launched. It's sold out in a few minutes. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's very exciting and uh, more good things to come. I'm very more excited stress. for you. I'm like, well, great. Now I got to top myself, you know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> The but way that yeah, you're, it was awesome. The way you're operating, it's just like you're so <laughs> you're so funny. It's just like you are such a doer that like you 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 did it. So now you're like, now I must top myself. I must move on to the next thing. I'm just like, girl. Now I've never some. been more stressed in my life. Now I got to make the next one bigger and better. No, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. good. I had like a headache the rest of the day from the adrenaline rush. I was like, so many uh, emotions and so much adrenaline pumping through, but. Yeah, yeah, all, I'm all good things. I'm surprised Soaked. you didn't like so pass you. out or something like that. I probably would have fainted. When I get those adrenaline rushes, I always start to see stars, and I think I'm going to pass out every time. Very embarrassing. <laughs> Very embarrassing. <laughs> Your first kiss, just you know, it kind it, it almost happened. I think. Do you did you have like that? Like where you're super lightheaded with during your first kiss and you're just like, I can't Um, believe it's happening. My I'm notice I'm so aware of my breathing. I get really self-conscious and aware of my breathing. Any interactions like in my early teenage years, especially, I would be like, I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna throw up the whole time. Like (laughs) I am gonna shit my pants or throw up. Like I'd be so (laughs) nauseous and like shaky. Oh yeah, you I remember you talking about you have like the tendency to feel like you're gonna throw up. I forgot about that. Which is truly which is truly a problem if it involves yeah. any sort of first kiss or first intimate. Oh my experience. god. Yes. My one of my like boyfriends in high school, I got so nervous because we were like finally making out when I had been wanting it for so long that we were in the back of his car. I was also high that I like all of a sudden, like, sprinted out the car, threw open the door, and was, like, dry heaving on the side of the road in, like, the middle of the night. And he was, like, laughing. Oh, my God. We were, we were like, also good friends, so it was, like, he could laugh at me, but that it makes was it, still... That makes it a little more comfortable, but that's, that is quite a memory. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, wasn't embarrassed. I was just, like, wow, now he's definitely not going to, like, make out with any, me anymore, so, okay. Well, I mean... Sad. I do think about the fact... When I when I did have my first kiss and when I do get this thing where I do I'm like genuinely seeing stars and sometimes feel like like I got to sit down like I'm a big fan. I I pass out pretty easily (laughs) and I was I've been watching some of these old time movies and shows and I'm like I would have been great at swooning anytime a man did something for me and they're like she swooned and then he picks her up and it's like a whole thing. I'm like I could have done that very and I wouldn't have had to been faking it. I yeah I pass out all the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're just like this bitch always swoons over everything it's like he presents me with a flower and I just like hit the deck <laughs> that is the funniest thing to me like there's a scene in Gone with the Wind when Scarlet's making out with Rhett and she's just like stop like I'm gonna faint when he's just like making out with her and I'm like what <laughs> that's bitch me. dramatic I if the, yeah, that's actually your thing I'm obsessed with it no hate I love that I'm jealous <laughs> 
But if you're faking it, like I'm sure all those bitches back then were doing, yeah. like, give me well, a fucking break. Lame. But also the corsets. So it's like everyone True. was passing out all the time. Like, so you get any sort of fucking adrenaline <laughs> rush with the corset, you're out. Can you imagine? It's oh, like if yeah, I have a no. tight pair of pants on and anything happens, I'm about Not- to pass out in seconds. Yeah, I was just, what was the show that I was watching? I was watching some show, very old, like 1800s show, and everyone was just passing out constantly. And (laughs) then I started researching all this stuff and found out all this crazy shit about like powdered wigs and like, like, you know, it was like keeping bugs out. Lead poisoning and shit. (laughs) You're just like, this is wild. (laughs) Okay, this is wild. Oh, the water's no good, so I guess we have to drink distilled spirits, aka just be drunk all the time. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. These people it, are fucking crazy. They were like living their damn lives. Yeah, for real. And um, <laughs> I do have a very, I have a random story. Have I ever told you the when Evan got his nose pierced that I passed out? No. Oh, it's so <laughs> embarrassing. So he, Evan. I had already gotten both of my nose rings and I, at that point I had had like, I had maybe one or two tattoos. And, um, so I went to this tattoo shop that I'd been to before and I'm like, Evan, let's get your nose pierced, whatever. It was some random day we were together and we were bored. And so he's, he's laying down and I'm not even in the room. I'm in the doorway and the person is blocking him, his face. So I can't even see what's happening I don't see anything happening. You heard the you heard the cartilage? No, just the idea of it. I'm standing there and all of a sudden I'm like, oh God. And I saw the stars and I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> and I and Becca, I blacked out to the point where I don't remember. Like I had I came to with someone standing over me, like one of the tattoo artists who had like tattooed in a movie. me before. Yes, like in a movie. And he's kind of like shaking me awake, like standing over me, like somebody get her some water or whatever. And, and Evan, Evan, poor guy, was laying on like the, the bed to get his nose pierced. And he had popped up because he'd heard the thud and he had the needle still like sticking oh, yeah. in his nose. And he's just like, oh, my God, my girlfriend. Just, <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Oh my god! I'll never <laughs> That's the worst at like a tattoo parlor too, because you're like, yeah, like I'm hard. I get tattoos and piercings. <laughs> it's of all of all people to be around too. Like a lot of the times, most uh, especially male tattoo artists aren't like the softest of people, right? So it's just like, what the fuck's your problem? And like, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Like it was so embarrassing. I'll never forget it. I hate it so much. I never painted. I wish. I wish. I but I'd get so much attention if I did. I you've wish really, I could. you've really never fainted before. Um, one time, kind of, I sort of like blacked out and fell when I um had like really, really bad. Like, what do they call it? Like, basically, water poisoning when I was in Costa Rica. You know, like the bug. Oh, oh you get yeah. like oh, Lord. when you're traveling, like yep. the bug. Yep. Yep. I don't know yep. what a, uh, that is, rotavirus or something. I don't know. Well, sort of whatever bacteria is yeah. it. Yeah. The thing was, I was staying at like basically like a host family's house. Yeah. Okay, broads, let's take a quick pause before we dive into some Bachelor Nation news. Um, 
Here's the thing. I live for bedtime. I mean, of course, I love being up and enjoying my days. But when it's time to crawl into bed, it's just one of the best feelings unless you're sleeping on a bad mattress. If you need to upgrade your sleep game, listen closely because this is for you. Helix Mattress. Helix Mattress has totally changed the way I sleep and it can change the way you do too. There's no more tossing and turning or staring at the ceiling for hours trying to drift off like I was before. No way. Not with Helix. Mm. The thing about Helix that makes them so great is that their mattresses are custom made to you and the way you sleep. I mean, we all sleep differently. Why would we all need the same mattress for optimum comfort then? With Helix, you're going to start off by taking a two-minute sleep quiz. I love how all these different brands have little quizzes now because it's really, it's such a fun and easy way to like custom tailor products to what you need. So I love that. And a mattress that you need every single day for half of the day when you sleep. It better be custom. Yes, (laughs) that's so true. So anyway, they match you to the perfect mattress after taking the quiz and they've got several different options depending on factors like whether you sleep um, hot or cold or how much firmness you prefer prefer. and they even have mattress options for different body types too. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you it's amazing. I've never found a mattress that lets me sleep equally comfortably on my side and my stomach because those are the ways that I sleep Um, and it also keeps me from overheating during the night um, until I found my perfect Helix mattress match. The reviews online are amazing and they've even been awarded the number one overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine Um, and I can see why. It's very obvious to me. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash chatty. That's H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash chatty. You're going to get up to $200 off and two free pillows. It's an awesome offer. Broads, I want so badly to have a gallery wall in my living room. Like, you know, those Pinterest worthy eye catching walls of photos that have all your best memories with your perfect Mm. family placed in just the right arrangement. Well, I may not have the perfect life, but I do have an adorable family that I love and a phone full of pictures that I want to look at all the time. And really, that's all you need because FrameBridge can take care of everything Mm -hmm. else from art prints and diplomas to family pictures from your phone with FrameBridge. You can frame anything. The options are endless. I frame anything and everything with FrameBridge. I've used this service so many times because it takes just minutes to get your most prized possessions framed. To get started, you head to FrameBridge.com. You upload your photos. You can upload them straight from your phone, like Jess was saying. Or, I love this, you can request packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces, like posters you may have laying around or art. Then you'll be able to view your photos in a variety of frame styles, and you can even test out different gallery wall layouts. It's awesome. And if you need a little assistance in the design department, FrameBridge's talented designers are standing by to help design the gallery wall of your dreams. Mm-hmm. I just, it's their website so easy to navigate. I just love it. It's so easy. I'm going to literally do it right now. I'm taking a photo of Becca and me filming this on Zoom. <laughs> I'm going to go right now onto the website. And guess what? After a few minutes of just dialing this into the website, I will soon have this framed piece delivered to my door of Becca and I on Zoom. Even though I still haven't gotten the the the, the hang of hanging pictures yet, FrameBridge makes everything else so much easy, okay? And I'm excited to finally have these frame photos of my family. And now this frame photo of Becca and I on Zoom um, and paying way <laughs> less than I would from a framing store. And you can get started today and frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift when you go to framebridge.com 
promo code chatty and you're going to save an additional 15% off your first order. I've made like three different accounts with different emails so that I can use this offer. Just go to framebridge.com promo code chatty framebridge.com promo code chatty. And like I couldn't really speak very good Spanish and like my host mom couldn't really speak very good English. And so like in my broken Spanish, I was like, I'm really sick. (laughs) She was just like, oh, like we had, she was very like sarcastic and jokey, just kind of like my family is. But she was just like, oh, please, like you're so sick. Like basically making fun of me being like, oh, you're probably just like hung over from last night. And I was just like (laughs) pale, pale and clammy with a fever. And I'm just like, no, I'm really sick. Like, I'm so sick. When you have, like, the sweat on your upper lip and you just feel it, you're like, oh, God. And their bathroom was outside. So, like, in the middle of the night. And it was so oh, hot no. and humid. And no AC. So, I was, like, hobbling to the bathroom, like, outside, like, back and forth all <laughs> night. And I, it got to the point where I was literally... Um, I was literally shitting water, like oh, just yeah, yeah. like pure water. Oh no. And I and like it was awful, but I was also like, I'm pure. <laughs> I've released all of my, my toxins. <laughs> I've cleansed myself of impurities. But yeah, it was horrible. And then I like kind of fainted on my way back to the bed in the middle of the night. It was just horrible. Oh my god. I yeah. the the one time and then we'll actually talk about it. <laughs> But my mom, oh my God, Becca, speaking of like, um, well, I guess it's more food poisoning. We were on vacation and my mom, um, Evan and I were there with my mom and my sister and it's right when we got married. So my sister was a little younger and we had separate rooms, uh, Uh hotel rooms. And my mom was starting to feel a little bit sick after we like left dinner. And, uh, she's like, it's okay. I'm going to go lay down, whatever, dude. I get a call like on my hotel phone at like, which for someone like, why are you calling me on my hotel phone and not on my cell phone? It's such a mom thing to do. It's such a mom thing. And I get this call on the hotel phone at like 630 in the morning and she's like, I need you to come into the room. And I'm like, okay, are you okay? And she's like, I just need you to come into the room. When I tell you it was like I walked into a crime scene, Becca. Wait, you've told me about this before. There was like basically like vomit and shit or whatever, like everywhere, huh? Blood. Like on the wall? Yes, because my mom in the middle of the night started getting like violently ill and was going back and forth puking. And then at one point, exactly what happened to you, she was on her way to the bathroom and she passed out on like the marble, busted her face open and was bleeding everywhere and also throwing up. And then oh. she gets <laughs> she gets herself back to the bed and is bleeding everywhere and then can't d- get herself. She's scared that she's going to pass out again. So she's just throwing up like in the room. And my sister's sleeping the whole time. And she's like, and I come in and I'm horrified to this mo- the most extreme level you could imagine I'm horrified I'm like mom my mom is is she has died like I don't know what's going on and I'm like mom why in God's name did you, not did you just sooner? call me right now like you this has been happening all night and she's like it's the most my mom thing ever she's like I didn't want to bother you <laughs> mom are I you can kidding? handle it 
<laughs> it's the most like like Swiss. She's a, uh-huh. such a like, tourist Swiss woman, like tough, like, no, I won't bother a soul. And I'm like, oh my God. And I then had to make this call. First of all, I, I cleaned up as much as I could because I did not want to have oh, anyone no. in like person. housekeeping. And so legit, I cleaned up. No one's up getting as, paid enough for that. No, well, trust me. I, I out of pocket was like, here is like all the money. I am so sorry. I cleaned oh. up as much as I could. I did not hurt anyone in this room, I swear. <laughs> it was horrible. She had to end up going to the uh, hotel doctor and had to get full blown go to the doctor and get stitches. Like her whole face was oh, messed no. up and like one of her tooth like it was it was a whole thing. Poor woman. It was terrible. And then I'm like, why didn't you call me? And then of course she didn't want to bother me. I'm like, why didn't you wake up my sister? And she's like, well, you know how not because my sister passes out like I do. She's like, you know how like your sister gets. And I'm like, mom, <laughs> you need to just be a little selfish. You need, for two you need help, woman. <laughs> you need to ask for help. Oh, what a nightmare. Anyways, you know, if that happened to me, I would be like calling everyone. I'd be calling my mom who wasn't even there on vacation, you know, like, oh, I'd be just be like, I'm dying. I would be posting all over social media. <laughs> I would just be like, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Oh, man. Don't envy her. No, not at all. Anyways. Well. <laughs> we, uh, we are here today <sighs> to talk about, we got some Bachelor news to chat about. Absolutely. Yeah, we do got some Bachelor news. Um, quite a few things. Um, also, just before we dive into everything, um, I know I had posted at least on our social media, and we even said it at the top of our last episode that we were like, oh, on Thursday... We're going to have a whole conversation about Taylor Nolan's tweets. Oh, yeah, yeah, If you didn't tune into our Tuesday episode, we ended up just having a full-blown conversation about that for half of the episode, and then the other half we did Women Tell All. So um, after that episode, Becca and I are going to talk all other things Bachelor Nation news, but I know we wanted to chat for a few minutes. Yeah, there was just a couple things I think each of us wanted to say. Um, I'll go first. Yeah, I'll talk. (laughs) Me, I'll talk. Um, No, okay. So, like a couple things, I I I think this is something we could just talk on and on about. Um, One, like I do think that that like if you listen to our last episode or like have seen stuff on social media, I would say that like I'm I'm not saying to like the tweets may be triggering to you. And like, if you are very sensitive, maybe don't go read them. But like, I would kind of reserve judgment for other people's reactions unless you like do know like what the tweets encompassed from her tweets about mental health to like, you know, how she breached her client relationships and all that kind of thing. Just wanted to say that. But um, because I think some people just are kind of unaware like how like how far these tweets went because when I've gone looked up like news stuff, they've covered like, you know, a couple different things that she said involving yeah. like racism stuff. Um, but there's like, there's a, there's a lot. So I did just kind of want to say that, but also I've noticed something interesting. The people I've noticed like in bachelor nation, there are a lot of people who didn't say anything about any other issues going on in Bachelor Nation over the past few months, but like who were very quick to say things like about Taylor. Mm. And I do have to say, um, 
there are a lot of reasons why this could be, but one very obvious reason to me is that when people are speaking out about Taylor Nolan, you're not really going to lose any following because like conservative mm-hmm. people aren't mad about it, like how conservative people were about the fire Chris Harrison stuff um, because they always like hated Taylor Nolan and the work she was doing. Mm-hmm. And anyone else who maybe isn't, you know, you know, super defensive about conversations about race and stuff like that. Anybody else is probably not going to mind you talking about it because they're aware of how horrible so much of the things she said was and also how like inadequate her first apologies were. But yeah, so I'm just like, I've just kind of taken note and I guess I would just like, I guess say that to other people of like really evaluate like are you saying something and speaking up because you're not really going to piss anyone off mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um just something i noticed and something i'm like this is something to think about stakes aren't very high making any statements or making any comments on this issue for you mm-hmm. uh particularly off- obviously like um white people in bachelor nation with really big following. So anyway, just kind of had that thought. And then my other thought was just like, you know, it's just like what I said last time on the podcast too. And I saw some people, I I, I don't know. The, the biggest thing for me and the thing that's most important is like the standards that Taylor has held everyone else to. And, that's I think why people well that's why I feel really strongly is it's just like you should desire like you should hold yourself to the same accountability and that's something that's just has really bothered me the most in terms of yeah I mean I already said that last time so anyway that's pretty much all I wanted to say yeah um yeah that's an interesting point definitely about people speaking out um yeah You know, for me, I was what I wanted to say is after releasing our episode, um, (coughs) after releasing our episode on Tuesday, obviously got a lot, a lot, a lot of messages. um, And I will say I got a lot of messages from every single perspective, um, background, uh, current situation, hurt. I mean, so, so much validity and all very different. And kind of what it made me like, at least what I'm taking away from it, and if I'm being completely vulnerable with everyone, is that my answer to all of this is like a big, I don't know. Yep. Um, Because there are so many pieces of it. There's like, on one hand, there's this piece of all the work that Taylor has done. There is the piece that it is in the past. There's not this comparison where we're talking about, for instance, like a white man, a.k.a. Chris Harrison, who two weeks ago was saying this shit. So now what is he going to do now? The accountability that sure. he's being held to versus Taylor um, as a black biracial woman, these past tweets. Right. And now 10, seven to 10 years later, done all this work. So there's that piece. Right. But then on the other hand, I've been receiving lots of messages from people saying, yeah, but a lot of the tweets 
that were um, that that came out were anti-Semitic. They were um, there was a lot of uh, uh, Asian directed hate. And that's not something that Taylor has talked about in her anti-racism work. So I feel like like what the fuck? So I'm Mm. like all those different all those different pieces to it leave me at this place where I just being completely vulnerable. I don't know. I think there is this pressure um, and it's not a bad pressure, but I think there is this pressure uh, when you and I speak up about things often that I know for myself, sometimes I feel like I need to have a direct answer, yep. like an immediate answer for everybody. And I think I tried to, but I also now hearing again, all different perspectives, I'm like, I, I don't know. And I also don't think it's my place to be the decision maker to say this needs to be what this accountability looks like this needs to happen because I am but one tiny, 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 tiny piece of one of the persons that was affected by this. There is such a bigger grand scheme that's yeah. going on. Um, and I think that's where at least for right now I leave it. Um, and that again, this is not to dismiss anyone's intense pain i'm saying this in a way to try to amplify the fact that it's like everyone needs to be seen in this because it was so horrific um but i think i did i was listening to um rachel Lindsay and van lathan on higher learning and something that rachel Lindsay said um stuck out to me and she was just saying that her biggest desire in this is that taylor takes the opportunity to really explain in detail the background of where these tweets came from and how she got to where she's at now. And that needs to be a continuous conversation that is discussed Mm. on a regular basis, especially if the anti-racism work continues. Um, Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting perspective. Uh, And yeah, other than that, like I said, I mean, I... I have this desire to want to say, hey, this, because you see all these things that are so wrong, here is a resolution. I don't know. I really don't know. So. Yeah, I don't think there is a resolution because, I mean, not that there can't be a resolution. That's not what I mean. I think it's just like, it's like when anybody gets hurt, you know, it's like if you hurt a friend and you just go like, well, here I said the thing like that obviously doesn't make it better. It takes time to rebuild trust and it takes time to um heal mm-hmm. wounds you know yeah. yeah um i just yeah yeah i think that's i think that what you're saying is 100% true and i i don't think there is a, any kind of black and white truth like i don't think that there I think that there are many different there can be I think there can be many coexisting truths at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think mm-hmm. that you, there may be different people's perspectives in the way they si- see this situation that are equally valid and like equally true, you know, yeah. in their own way. And so much of just life is up to interpretation and like what is right or wrong or how we approach situations or how we go about making things right. 
or healing is completely up to each person's interpretation, which is going to change depending on what your perspective of the world is. And so how she moves forward may, you know, sit right with you and may not sit right with me or vice versa or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's all valid. Yeah. You know, no, totally. And I, I, uh, I think personally for me, um, just in the past like few days, it's actually been a really good learning experience for me where I'm like, kind of like, I'm checking myself a little bit going like, Mm -hmm. okay, there's this, there's this need to be quick to respond. There's this need to be quick to put out these definitive statements without examining, like you said, uh, different perspectives and hearing out different people. And I think, at least for me, it's been a really good reminder to be like, sometimes you need to just take a step back and absorb for a second instead of, at least, like I'm saying for me, instead of just being like, hey, this is how I feel because I've heard these few perspectives or have my perspective and like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's good for me, not even in this specific situation, but just in general, uh, just, I know tendencies, um, even in just like our podcast, when you're hearing different news about different bachelor contestants and like hearing this is what I think. Yeah. 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 Sometimes just being like, Hey, yeah, sometimes it's fun to throw around like different thoughts and that's in, it's in part of, <laughs> this loose journalism <laughs> or whatever you want to sure, call yeah. entertainment commentary commentary, commentary there you that's go that's what we do we you know we comment I'm like on journalism things. I'm like I don't want to put that title <laughs> on me please um <laughs> please I'm not I'm not wearing that hat um but but it's definitely something with some of these these conversations that do have a lot more weight to them that I think I need to remind myself of so I do really appreciate um I do really appreciate so many of the messages I, that I've been receiving in the past few days because I've been able to process different. I mean, this is this is what the situation with Taylor illustrated. Yeah. Like literally what you're saying, that was that's what happened with Taylor. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, it was like her response was like immediate and yeah, and ours was too. And a lot of, I don't know. It's it's a it's a very human thing, right? To just like go with your first instinct and say what's on your mind, and and also I think that you and I are people that like to talk out the how we think about things too. Sure, um, which is part of why our podcast works. You know, it's yeah, like we sure. are going to actively work through and talk through how we sure. feel. And um, sometimes people love that, and sometimes people don't like that, mm-hmm. and that is kind of just kind of part of how we operate. But I think that's a really, really good reminder. Yeah. Well, um, I am. Um, I, I completely agree with you. And I think and I did want to say, too, I received numerous messages of people who felt hurt that I they didn't feel like I was acknowledging how terrible the tweets were. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say. First of all, I that was then a miscommunication on the episode. If you listen to it, I personally Yeah, I don't, was I, was really distraught and so I think sometimes when I am really upset by something, I tend to 
be like, okay, well, let's also think about this because I'm getting a little bit in a panicky mode to try to like calm my brain. Right. Because you don't want to say you d- <laughs> Well, and also like you don't want to have a reactive moment where yeah. you're like saying something a little too strong or a little too emotional because of how sure. you're feeling. Like. I also I know when I can misinterpretation. when I can spiral out with my personal mental health where like mama can go into some panic attack situation. So I've I've learned over the years that that can yeah. kind of help me. But I just wanted to say that if that if it came off that way, that is absolutely not the case. I was completely yeah. horrified. And I do want to hold that for anyone who is feels extremely triggered, traumatized, unsafe, all these things because of these tweets. Like, I see you and I hurt for you and I recognize that. And I just wanted to, like, take that moment to acknowledge that quickly. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, And I know that you, you know, I guess it goes without saying, but I know how you felt. And like, I, I think that people who know you know how you feel about that. I don't think you're one to, like, sweep that kind of thing under the rug. Uh, no, not typically, <laughs> but, but you unless know, it's something things- that I did, in which case let's just brush that shit away. You know, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, uh, but not, yeah, it's not really fun. It's not really fun stuff to talk about. And it's not really a very fun situation. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I just do not know. We can I move on with that. Though. Same. And like I said, I don't know. I'm open to hearing out different perspectives and all that. But um, I think it's just one of those situations where we're going to move forward and see what happens. And yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And I also think it's like perfectly fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have like I still have there's so many thoughts you feel so many things at once mm-hmm. um, I think that it's really important in these situations to use discernment and to use your own intuition and like um, I think it is important to not get to, to, to make to come to your own conclusions you know mm-hmm. and whatever those conclusions might be and make them informed, but definitely like, you know, if you like, I, I, I don't know. It's just like, I still feel all the, the, the ways I felt. And, um, and I think, and I think that's okay. And -hmm. I think it's okay to disagree. And, um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some fun drama. Let's talk about some let's talk about some fun drama. I don't know if you saw that we have a host for after the final rose officially announced. Uh, yes. <laughs> Can yes. You believe it is Emmanuel Acho who I'm already a huge fan of and I am very very happy slash very surprised by this choice. You know, I I am not going to lie. I was not familiar with this individual and then, you know, just a quick Google was all it took to be like, holy shit, this is a big fucking deal. I would highly encourage all the broads if you have not First of all, he has a book, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Um if you're not a reader but also plus add on to the reading, 
His series, um, you can just look it up on YouTube, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, is one of the best watches. Like, he, one great episode, he has Rachel, uh, Lindsay, and Brian on. He has a great conversation with them. Um, he has this one episode with Matthew McConaughey, which is an amazing watch. Um, because, you know, I don't know if you're a fan of Matthew McConaughey, but he... It's a very it's a very vulnerable conversation. It's very good. He is just, I'll tell you this much. He is a great interviewer. Like, ooh, when you watch the series, the questions that he asks and the way he asks them, he's one of my favorite interviewers to watch. So knowing now that he is going to be ah! the 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 host like this we are going to have a, I believe, very, very good after the final Rose episode. I'm so excited. And I'm also so excited that we won't have like my man, Chris Harrison, interviewing Matt. Like instead, we're probably going to have like a fucking amazing conversation about like what it is like to be like the first black bachelor and like all the. Oh, my God. I'm like, so excited. I have, I have chills all over my body thinking about how much better this is going to be. And also like, you know, no shade to other people in Bachelor Nation. But when we were talking about. I always feel so bad. Ben Higgins doing it. God bless. But like Ben, no. we're going to get you on the show. We're so excited. We love you, Ben. OK, uh, but 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 or like or like, you know, a Jojo like. Yeah. Great. Love her. Um, Obviously still would have loved to see perhaps a Tasha. But but this is this is what Emmanuel Acho does is he has these conversations. Right, he's a professional. Yeah. This is what his, this is his job. And I believe it's going to be. It's it, it's going to be so good. And I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm so interested. Like, I mean, it's technically live, right? It's the after the final rose is normally live. I think they said it's going to be live, which okay, ho hopefully means that we're not going to get some sort of weird edited put together version by ABC if things do start to get uncomfortable. I mean, I got to say, like props to ABC for... I mean, also, though, you got to remember that he has a platform. And so, like, if they're, like, editing out conversations, like, they're probably going to hear about it. Like, Very true. You know, you know Very what I'm saying? True. Um, Very but, true. Like, honestly, I got to say, like, props. Props to them. What a great host pick. I mean, so, so good. And so, again, so not what we were. We were only thinking of Bachelor Nation options. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, Becca, what if this becomes... This, what if this pull carries forward and he becomes the new host of the show? That would be fucking amazing. I mean, let's see how it goes down. But I mean, that would be that uh, honestly, like I know that wouldn't be like deconstructing the show, but that would be a pretty big shift in a new direction. And that would be pretty exciting. And also just to, again, just just from the sake of like the entertainment aspect He's just way better. <laughs> like he's he's super yeah. funny. He would be a just fan he'd be fantastic and it's it would just be so good. Well, also like we were talking about Chris asks like the same questions like how did yeah. they, how did how, how did you feel, you know, knowing you'd never see Matt again or whatever the fuck he says. I think this is going to be fresh. Well, I things start to get dialed in a little bit here, right? It's like when you go, when you uh, get your ten certain tenure professors, I know certain, just, yeah. they continue to, to <laughs> yep, kill I the know, game. I, know. I, I hear I know. that. But there's some people that you bump into and you're like, oh, you're really just phoning it in right now. <laughs> you're, 
You're on that that consistent salary, aren't you? Okay. You're on that well, salary. Yeah. You're going home. You're making my ties in your like backyard bar. <laughs> I hope that you have a lovely time. You've earned it. But you know, I'm not talking about Chris Harrison. I'm talking about the professor. <laughs> yeah. It's but, like Yeah. I mean, also Chris Harrison, if they were to replace him, it's like he's had a very successful long running career. Retirement would be a great option for him right now. I'm just saying, uh, Chris, I'm looking out for you, my guy. Why don't you just get that yacht you've always wanted? Why don't you get, you know, that... Why don't you just sail off into the Caribbean and just really (laughs) milk it for what it's worth, my guy? It's really good. Time to pass the torch. Just take a a step away and just get a few miles away from here. People are talking about how it's wrong to cancel Chris Harrison. I'm just saying, like, maybe he has needed a push to (laughs) take some time for self-care. And that's where you guys are not actually thinking about Chris. If you were thinking about Chris, you would know that actually canceling him would be good for him and his emotional well-being. He needs, the man needs a break. He's been working too hard. Chris, please do this for yourself. Can I tell you something? It's not about us, it's for you. (laughs) Can I tell you something? (laughs) I, this morning, I was uh, getting some of my notes together for today and I'm sitting next to Ember and she's watching a brand new cartoon called charming that i've never seen before and this the show starts and i'm taking my notes and all of a sudden i hear a voice and i go my god in heaven have the demons entered my brain am i so full of bachelor nation that i am now imagining chris harrison's voice in my head narrating things in my life and i look up and the painter in this i'm like that's chris harrison look it up it is chris harrison and i'm like why is this following me everywhere that's terrifying also i think it was like chris you're working too hard like i said (laughs) i'm also like it was a it was a part in the movie that i believe had two lines like he was painting the prince and he said like why do you look sad or like turn to the left and then it was done how bizarre yeah strange very workaholic you need to invest back in yourself chris you need um, to invest. Well, um, that's exciting. But yeah, so there's that. Very exciting. Let's take one more quick pause. I have to tell you about my favorite life hack. And if you want to have a healthy, home-cooked, delicious dinner on the table but struggle to make that happen, HelloFresh is about to be your new best friend. When you use HelloFresh, you'll get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. No more grocery store trips. No more last-minute freakouts trying to figure out what to prepare. No more wasted ingredients because you overbought. HelloFresh really is the perfect dinner partner. Girl, last night... Uh, here's another brand I've made, like, three different accounts, three different emails to use our <laughs> offer. Last night, I had... We made um artichoke faux crab cakes, like vegan crab Ooh. cakes. Sounds weird. So bomb. We were obsessed. And so we even saved the recipe card so we can make it again. Um, So anyway, we're pretty obsessed. Every single week, you get more than 25 different recipes to choose from. And they're all ready in 30 minutes or less. And if you've been making an effort to add some healthy options into your diet, this is the easiest way to do it. And if you're looking for a way to add in a fun date night with your partner, maybe, Mm -hmm. HelloFresh is also the easiest way to do that. You know why I love HelloFresh? I... Since I'm on Zoom for class, I literally can just go into autopilot, 
put up my Zoom laptop on, be engaging in the conversation with the class, and I'm just prepping dinner so easily without <gasps> even thinking about it with HelloFresh. Oh my Fresh. goodness. It's awesome. A multitasking yeah. queen. Yep. Makes the experience <laughs> totally stress-free. And I can attest to all of that. Evan and I have so much fun. Like, I'm not a big chef. We all know this. But we have so much fun making these HelloFresh meals together. And I also feel like such a fancy chef now because I can actually prepare these meals that taste delicious. It's a great way to try new cuisines and dishes you might not normally try because all of the ingredients are pre-portioned. So you don't have to worry about waste. Uh, HelloFresh even has delicious options um, for veggie diets as well. Mm, nice. Yeah. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty12 and use code Chatty12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. They've got lots of different options for different lifestyles. That's HelloFresh.com slash Chatty. Use code Chatty12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping on America's number one meal kit. Broads, if you have uh, little ones at home, can I just take some pressure off and let you all know there is no perfect parent? Seriously, Beck and I will both um, oh, yeah. take all the help we can get when it comes to raising our kiddos and take this as your sign that you can do the same when it comes to making sure your kids hit their milestones and fall in love with learning. Uh, we can turn to our favorite learning helper, Homer. Homer is the essential early learning program for kids two to eight that makes learning fun because it's all about personalization. There's no one size fits all program for kids and Homer knows that. So that's why Homer tailors each child's lessons to their own interests and skills and develops them over time. That makes sure that kids stay engaged and excited about what they're learning and kids love it, but you're going to love it just as much as Jess does or as I do because Homer's program are, programs are researched back Backed to help your little one, little ones fall in love with learning. Using Homer for just 15 minutes a day is proven to increase reading scores by 74. Um, and I've wow. seen it with my with my kiddo. Like the how wild. how much it helps Ember has like blown my mind. It's everything. I am so grateful for Homer. Um, trust me, your kid will want to use Homer for more than 15 minutes. It's so much fun for them too. Um, like I said, using or watching my little one uh, use Homer such a blast. You can see as she masters these new concepts, her confidence is just going through the roof and it makes her feel so good, which makes me feel so good seeing her feel so confident and learning so much. She's been able to grow in so many areas like reading and math, but also in life skills like social and emotional learning and creativity because of Homer. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You can visit learnwithhomer.com slash chatty to start a free 60-day trial. That's learnwithhomer, H-O-M-E-R, dot com slash chatty you're gonna start your you can start your free 60-day trial today also involving uh bachelor show something we missed was that heather was there yeah was at the women tell all i i wouldn't have ever known i i i didn't think about her being there because to be completely honest it was such like a blip in the entire series where you were like, I I don't know why we're spending 45 minutes worth of this show (laughs) and all these previews talking about Heather coming back and nothing happening. Um, Like why we were watching Heather uh, quarantine videos, like tons of them. And she was there for about five seconds. Like, I don't (laughs) quite understand that. Um, 
So I didn't think that she was going to have a hot seat moment, but clearly she was there. Um, What it looks like is she had one of those chairs that they pulled up quickly to have her in. um, And then she left. So I'm sure that she had a one-on-one with Chris and then they cut it. My poor, poor woman, I have to say. Poor who? Poor woman. Oh, oh, I think she said poor Poor Lauren. And I was like, oh my God, would you know tea about (laughs) Zima now? (laughs) No, just poor woman. Poor Heather. Justice for Heather. I mean, they had to quarantine again, by the way, everybody, to do the women tell all. And I have that on record from one of the women. Okay. They had to quarantine again. So, dude, did you see? Same with Ashley. I, they had to quarantine for literally a whole week. Her and Tasha and JoJo. Yes, and, and they, they didn't, didn't even get. Shown. I'm like, they better be paying them some good cash because that's ridiculous. That better not just be like you're part of the Bachelor franchise. So, you oh, know, I think it was. It's like I they think, just. You think that they probably just pay for them to get to come out there, and I like, think they probably get like a thousand bucks. Like I think when we, I remember we made an appearance on like Becca's season, yeah, and I think. I think I got like a four or five hundred dollar check or something. Really? Like maybe they got paid like a couple thousand bucks, maybe. But like, girl, the brand partnerships they they get, like, what a waste of time. That's the thing. It's like, are you kidding me? Like one of their brand partnerships with the amount of followers that they have. And also, like, it's not like, for instance, with you going on Becca's, it was like Bachelor in Paradise is coming up soon, so we want to make sure to like have our not faces to mention on the it was screen. in L.A. in Girl, Los Angeles. I, I took a forty-five minute drive and then drove home. <laughs> I wasn't gone a week. No, you're like I get to I get to keep my eyeballs out for potential guys that I could be meeting in Paradise right now, having a little moment with some of them. Wild. Um, not people who have actually been the Bachelorette and are like, I'm fine. That's so rude. That is so rude. <laughs> and now Heather had to quarantine again to be on Women Tell All and just oh my was God. not the injustice of it all. Wow. The injustice. Yeah. Um also Sarah, <sighs> Sarah Trot, who we discussed, was not at the Women Tell All. Yeah. Um I had a few broads slide into the DMs and and let me know that there the potential reason that maybe Sarah declined going on the Women Tell All because it maybe seems le- more likely than not, let's be real here. Let's be honest. That they made us watch basically two full episodes of Sarah Trot and then she left. So, of course, they would want her to be there and have this whole discussion. So, likely she declined because there were many a rumor that Sarah Trot went on the show with a boyfriend. And that rumor has been fairly confirmed. Like, she had a boy going on the show. Like an active wife, yeah. Yeah, like an active wife. Yeah. That's what it appears. So probably wanting to get those numbers up. Uh, left quickly realizing maybe how much Matt was like liking her right away. <laughs> it was going, she got the first one-on-one, right? So if you're having like a Jed-like conversation with your boyfriend before you leave, like, I'm like, Jed, I'm just doing this for my music career. Sarah being like, I'm just doing this for my modeling career. I'll be back, you know, doesn't expect that she's going to get the first one-on-one date where Matt is like falling hard for her and they're having to be macking and all this stuff. And then it's like, oh shit, this is happening too quickly. (laughs) So I'm going to dip out. 
Okay, well, she's been doing lives, like you were saying, you know, with like Noah and blah, 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 whoever else. So like that seems, fuck. Like, do you think, I feel like she's going to try, like she wants to go on Paradise, but like if she declined to be at the Women Tell All, I can't say that there's a very good chance of that, honey. I, it doesn't seem that way, but also like, you know, when they want somebody, they want somebody. Sure. So there's a chance that like- if she's now broken That's, up with said boyfriend, which I don't think that she's with anybody anymore. Maybe she didn't want to go on Women Tell All because she didn't want to get grilled about having a yeah. boyfriend and have all the women come for her. But you know that even if she didn't come on the Women Tell All, they're going to want her to make this whole thing like yeah, you I didn't so. show up or like I heard you had a, like it would be a whole dramatic. It'd be even, almost even more dramatic, right? True. It just seems very uncooperative. That seems like the issue. But yeah, you know, for the, for the drama, because I, I mean, her and Noah, like we said last episode, there's some flirtations going on. Interesting. There are some flirtations. And speaking of all, also speaking of those flirtations. What? Jason Tartik posted yeah. a tweet that said after the women tell all. Like it was like hashtag Abigail for Bachelorette, hashtag Katie for Bachelorette, hashtag Michelle for Bachelorette. Uh-huh. And Chris Randone, aka Goose, commented on that tweet and was like, Do you think they'll let me back on for any of these women's? Because I'd be down. So we might get an appearance Ew. from Goose. <laughs> no, no, cancel him. Honestly, I want him canceled. I want him canceled. I do. Oh, I do not like him. I really do not like him. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, dude. I still can't get over his reaction to Crystal's to Crystal's pregnancy, where he's like, "This feels like a death," and yeah, like that doing was all that. Really bad. I just that's not the only thing. I just like I. I know you are not he, a fan of Chris. He I'm feels, not a fan of to Chris To me, either. he's like, seems like ew. Like don't, no, don't put him on the show. Don't give him a platform anymore, please. <laughs> Ew, I don't like him. Okay, I'm gonna well, you, I'm gonna let that go. Well, you know that the uh you know that the show loves their uh loves their repeats, loves when an alum comes back on, and so it would not surprise me if any of those women become bachelorette if he is going to be trying to get into the loving arms. <laughs> I think there is way too many there's way too many people going to paradise. They're not going to bring him back on. Come on. No, I don't mean on paradise. I'm talking about for the bachelorette. I misunderstood that completely. No, so I'm saying Jason nominated or said like either of these three women for the bachelorette, please, and Chris Randone's like, "Can I get back on the show if any of them are the bachelorette?" <sighs> but uh Rachel Kirkanell for bachelorette. You heard it here first. <laughs> Just kidding. It's like, oh God. Just kidding. Please, someone don't use that sound bite. <laughs> would you prefer Brie or Michelle? I if would we pref- were going to do one of those. Two. Maybe Piper, like you said. I think Piper would be fantastic. I think Piper would be fun. That would be that would be my like initial, like, I think Piper would be really a fun bachelorette. What about Serena? Serena would be a great bachelorette, too. I... 
I love Michelle. I love it's especially the edited clips that we don't see yeah. of Michelle. That clearly she is just a goofball and she's a good time. Girl, like, not to mention her Instagram, how she didn't even have an Instagram. We stand harder than anything. Also, her family. Okay. We love her family. Bring her family back. Um, yeah, I, I, I would love Michelle. I would love Michelle, but also who knows? Maybe Michelle and Matt are cozied up together, even though after seeing his beard, everyone's uh assuming I know. That he I was is single. I was gonna bring that up. I was just gonna say I, I saw on two black girls one rose Instagram, they were like, nothing screams single like like his beard. <laughs> ooh. We everyone was kind of thinking it. It was a little bit like, ooh, guy. Like, I mean, but some what women, about some women love the beard, but it definitely, definitely seems to. But also, they're single. probably long distance right now, and you know, you're early in the relationship. You don't want to shake up the boat and be like, you look ugly with that beard. <laughs> Did you not like the so. beard? I actually kind of like the beard on him, and I don't normally like beards. Becca looks horrified. I didn't like the. I didn't like that his hair was short and that his beard was long. Okay, you like. I almost he, feel like I almost feel like you really just like gotta go for it. Like, almost felt like if like, he was gonna have a big beard, then he had to do like big hair. I want to see like a little bit of balance. I just felt like it was such a big beard, understood. With, like, nothing on top. Yeah, understood. Understood. I you get know? that one. Yeah, yeah. So more hair. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't know. I think Matt would kind of look cute if he kind of like grew his hair out a little bit. I think it would be fun. I don't I know. know. I did see um, Matt did post on his Instagram yesterday that he was in San Clemente, um, which is my hometown. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty much where I grew up. And he was look at his beard. and he was skateboarding with Ryan Sheckler, who again was like <laughs> that was like my town, okay. my our hometown hero because he was just like the only famous person from San Clemente. And I will be real with you, seeing Matt skateboarding made me feel all sorts of tinglies. <laughs> I like that trimmed it's a little is it a little bit more trimmed? No. I, it seems like a little shorter than when he was on the show. I like it with the beanie. Yeah, but Matt with like the like kind of the skater clothes. I like the, that vibe. The beard, it was like, okay. I like that vibe. It. I lo- don't hate yeah, it at I- all. I like, yes, I like that a lot better. I think for me, it was also like the beard with the suit. I just, I was personally not a fan, but that's did you okay know- to each his own. Did you notice the music? I didn't, we didn't even discuss this on uh, Tuesday's episode. Did you notice the music when he came out? What was it? It was like, it was like man of the woods music. Like, he came out with that beard and they had like a junk, a junk, a junk, a junk. And it was like, what is going on? Like, are you guys theming this around his beard? Like, I don't understand what's going on. What is with this music right now? Like, everybody go back and listen to the choice that they made. When The Bachelor comes out, instead of like romantic music coming out, it was just like the man with his axe. Like, he should have come out in that outfit when he had no top suspenders and an axe with that beard because that's exactly what that music was themed to. That is so funny. It was ridiculous. Jeez. Absolutely ridiculous. I did notice all the music that they put in like in place of where they normally have like clapping or 
like I did notice like more music, but not that one in particular. Hmm. Well, oh, also before we jump maybe into some ads, I will say this. Um, there were definitely quite a few tweets floating or like posts floating around about my girl Katie where the other girls were shading and saying like there's a lot that was edited out and like kind of coming for Katie when people were like why were you all being so mean to Katie which I didn't feel like anybody was being super mean I think there was like definitely a little no bit I just didn't I didn't understand why they were coming for her yeah well numerous people were posting and saying like there were things that were edited out so I'm just like Part of me is very curious. And then also part of me is like, do not come for my girl, Katie. <laughs> but yeah, I think probably a lot of shit was edited out of her, like coming super hard for Sarah, probably. Probably. Like- but I, if she's not the ba- bachelorette, we obviously will see Katie on paradise. That's, oh, yeah. that's a no duh. And maybe we'll find out more of that information on paradise of which I'm, of which I am still praying her and Canada bearded Blake hook up. I really, I'm really, it. I'm really hoping for that one. I'm sorry, Katie, if he's not your type, <laughs> we're trying to push this, but I don't care. Make it happen. But honestly, you two together. All in would love be magic. for me. And I am, a kind of obsessed with him now. I told I, I need to I follow miss- him. You know, sort of made a thing of like not following any new contestants. Like maybe I'll follow him. I don't even follow Matt just because like Bachelor is enough of my life. But like maybe I yes. need to follow Blake. I I'll be real with you. You know, we've already talked about our journey with Blake of how we. Oh were my god, he follows me. <laughs> Cute. Out. Um, we have already talked about our journey with Blake how we were giving him shit at the beginning and we really didn't know why, but we just were kind of doing that. And then all of a sudden we decided that we were in love with him and we think he's kind of precious. And I will tell you this much after following him on social media, I messaged Becca the other day that I am so obsessed with his social media presence because he reminds me of like following a parent on social media because like he when he posts on social media he'll post like hey looking for a new roommate anybody like i just had someone move out um and i've been living with these couple girls and one just moved out and we're looking for another roommate and then he'll like he'll post like depop style his clothes like hey looking to get rid of some of my outfits from the show i'm gonna post these up he's posting like a craigslist ads as his, his or even this like mice or rat problems year after year like let's chat about it with my owl i am obsessed with him he also (sighs) drives around with his owl so he'll be like driving and all of a sudden he'll you'll turn he'll turn the camera in his car and there's some like form of wildlife that he's saving and i am obsessed with him oh my god so please we beg you abc bring Blake on paradise okay I need him I need him to go into the forest and interact with the animals I want to see his doctor do little realness I need this for myself oh my god I'm into it I'm into it I'm into it anywho oh we love um (laughs) what else oh can we talk real quick about something you sent me that's really important to me can we talk about how (laughs) Seems like um, Garrett Y, because I don't know how to say, your Gregorian, whatever the 
Rick, his I always, I, I, I don't even try. Garrett, why? Um, his new girlfriend seems like he went on the bat. He auditioned to be on the Bachelorette because he thought that Lauren was going to be the Bachelorette. That's y'all, what you said, and it couldn't be more accurate. Y'all, I sent Becca. I don't know again because Bachelor is our existence. That I was on my um explore page. Yeah, and I saw this photo of Garrett with girl. this girl who I thought was Lauren Lindyke, and I'm like, "Huh? This is a strange girl." Straight up, this photo, this first photo on his feed right now, like, it, she doesn't really like. I mean, but yeah, no, in yeah, I thought that was her. It when I saw this, I thought it was Lauren just from like a farther away image, and then I started going through because I have because um. Garrett has blocked me, so I don't see and not him ever. Me. I, yeah, like I, you should really be honored. I feel very honored, but I was then looking at her Instagram, and I hadn't seen her before, and I was like, "Oh my lord, this looks so much like Lauren Lindyke." And then my brain starts turning, twisting, and turning, and I'm like, "Did Garrett Y audition?" for The Bachelorette, thinking it was going to be Lauren and not Becca, because that looks just like Lauren. Also, and I say this as no shade to our queen, Becca Kay, who is a gorgeous human being, but that looks just like Lauren. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Also, when did they break up? Becca and Garrett? A couple months ago. No, it wasn't a couple months ago. Girl, like six in months March. ago? Six months ago? Yeah, probably about six months ago. And he started dating that girl like a month after. Or started, I was going to say, this is October. Yeah. He started dating posts, someone very quickly afterwards. I think I mean, even, they were. I think, oh, Broads, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe, at least via like Instagram comments, et cetera, and like a couple Instagram photos on Insta Story that he was hanging out with Tommy Laren right afterwards, <laughs> right after he broke up with Becca. Oh. What is going on? Did you hear that? Yeah, what is that? Thunder! It just shook the ground beneath me. Like... Literally Becca, shook the ground beneath me. Your face scared me. Why, when we were recording, do weird natural things always happen? I don't know, but that was like that is not what is I'm it, used to in California. I'll just say that. Is it raining where you are? Yes, it's like dark outside. Oh God! It feels yeah, like that this. shook the house. Like straight up was like sounded like someone was like rattling in a giant like trash. Like one of those really big trash bins, like I don't right like outside that. my window. I don't like that at all. That was crazy. <laughs> oh my god! Don't talk about Garrett anymore. <laughs> He's god, coming. <laughs> um, yeah, they Becca announced their split. I guess on September first, but I, it seemed like they had been split for a couple months. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. um, well, yeah, there's that and that for sure. Uh, raises some again? <laughs> broads we apologize if you hear crazy rumbling in the background uh, i think it's just me but anyway yeah mm. Awk. well um i'm trying to think two other bachelor pieces of news that we do need to cover quickly 
One is, um, and we've been talking about this on our Instagram, but um, one is that Rachel Lindsay deactivated her, oh um, yeah, her Instagram due to an immense amount of harassment. Um, oh, I really can't imagine. Uh, no, I cannot imagine either. After uh-uh. the whole Chris Harrison um, interview came out, and everyone was basically coming at her for that, which, t- which the. the I mean, it's just so absurd. It's like, I'm sorry. Did any of you watch that that interview where Rachel, who is a journalist who interviews people, was simply interviewing Chris and even in that was listening to his madness for mostly 13 minutes? And then everyone's just coming at Rachel for doing her job and yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely terrible. And obviously we, everyone sends over in this, in this, uh, chatty broads team, everyone sends all the love and support. We adore Rachel. Um, and she's just the beacon of light in this franchise. But, um, I did listen to her, um, on high, on higher learning and, um, she was talking to Van Lathan and she was saying that like, She's feels so much better since just deleting it. She said she woke up one morning um, and the, she grabbed her phone. It was her day off. The first thing she did is open her Instagram. First message that popped up was terrible. And she said, not today. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done Good. doing this. The woman Good. works nonstop. She had one moment and it's like just negativity and horrible shit. And so she took removed it and she's like, Good. I feel so much better. Um yep. Also, she is taking a pause from Bachelor Happy Hour. So this week, Becca Kay had Tasha and Natasha on with her. I don't know how long she's stepping away from from that. I don't know if it's just for this week or if it's going to be for an extended period of time. Good for her. Um, but yeah, good for her and just sending our love and, you know, uh, just continued ways that you can support her. And again, we talked about it a little bit on our Instagram, but is by downloading or subscribing, excuse me, to higher learning. Good. I'm telling you as podcasters, subscribers and good reviews are huge. Mm -hmm. So put in those five star reviews. It takes two seconds, write a nice review. I wrote a review, but I'll, Subscribe. I'll subscribe. Um, also, uh, and we'll put this in the episode notes. There are people at like Extra TV that you can message and say how much you appreciate Rachel. Um, also, she has her show <coughs> Ghosted. Bless you on MTV. Thank you. Um, and just supporting her on all different avenues. And also, yep. if you're not listening to Higher Learning, anyways, I would highly recommend it. It's just a fantastic podcast. They're so good. Um, but yeah, so sending love to Rachel and it was very, it was lovely to hear that she is, she said she's not a hundred percent, but it's definitely helped her a lot, uh, removing herself from the horrific toxicity that is bachelor nation Instagram. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Good. Um, and then the only other thing bachelor nation wise is that Rachel Kirk Connell did make some statements um, yes. Obviously, she had posted like um, a text post, like notes app style, in her on sure. her Instagram. But then she sure. did recently come out and do a video um, that was fairly lengthy, um, you know, face to camera, and then posted a bunch of resources. And again, this is not my apology to accept, but I will say that she did um, in the in the video. 
She did uh, regularly say, please stop defending me. Everyone in the comments, what I did was wrong. These are the reasons why and provided resources why what that uh, what she did was wrong. Um, also made a statement about Rachel Lindsay and like, like stop coming for Rachel Lindsay. Oh, yeah, yeah. She wrong. posted that on her main like, too. Yeah. Yeah. Please stop defending me. Um, yeah. So she has made those statements and I'm really interested to hear... Um, to see moving forward and then also hear her on After the Final Rose now with Emmanuel Acho. That'll be very interesting. I know um, it's not like our apology to accept, but just commenting as far as apologies go, I think yeah. that's fair to just objectively talk about it in that way. I yeah. mean, I think it was a very late response. R- yes, <laughs> it was very late. I think it was, I think it was like, very obviously, late. I, I think we've seen recently that maybe like making a statement within 24 hours is not actually like a healthy or exactly good move. I think though she probably could have taken like maybe two or three weeks to said this, this same thing instead of taking like, it's quite a long time um, to say anything about it. But I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty uh, thorough. Yeah. Um, apology, apology and acknowledgement of um, of what went down. And um, my only comment is like, damn girl, did you hire a glam squad before doing this apology? But people will pick apart whatever, you know, you don't wear any makeup and people are going to be like, oh, are you trying to look are like you trying you're all to look, sad yeah, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. depressed? <laughs> or then you put on makeup and it's like, oh my God, did you get a glam squad? Like, <laughs> yeah, where's the so, ring light angle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm kind of kidding about that, but um, you know, I like I think she hit like all the check boxes. It's like we'll see how things move forward and you know, she yeah. said that she was going to continue to continue to share resources and talk about these things and all of that. Where her where are they? Okay. Okay, hold her up for the camera. Show the broads. Show the broads. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, God. Oh, hi. Yeah, say hi to oh, Jess. my God. Hi I like your raincoat. Hi, honey. Hi. Okay, we're going to go splash in some puddles. Bye, Bye Ruthie. Bro. Bye, Ruthie. Bye, broads. Okay. So, anyway, um, um, you know, we'll see how she moves forward and she yeah. makes good on that promise. And, um,. Also, in apology news, um, the producers of ABC came out and made a public statement defending Rachel Lindsay, um, uh, you know, basically calling out those who have been coming for her because of the Chris Harrison uh, piece. They denounce all of those people. So they did make a public statement finally. And I just heard that Chris Harrison, I don't know what day, but at some point this week is going to be going on Good Morning America to get interviewed about why he's like stepping away. Um, which Ooh, I can't wait to watch that. Interesting, because I'm sorry. At this point, Rachel Lindsay has had to deactivate her account, account from the amount of hate, and Chris Harrison has not gets said to go a on word. And he gets to go on Good Morning America to have this conversation and like further like be on a on a another massive yeah. platform. Yeah, apparently so. So waiting to hear what you're going to say 
if he does bring up Rachel at all, because the fact that he hasn't brought up Rachel when she's had to step away is absolutely ridiculous or feel forced yeah. to step away. Excuse me. Yeah. 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 Mental health. Um, but yeah, other than that, Bachelor Nation news wise, Bachelorette is reported to start filming later this month at the Hyatt Regency Ooh. Resort in New Mexico. It was supposed to be in Canada that got canceled. Now we're looking at New Mexico. Um, so, I mean, I don't know when that's going to air, but they're not, they haven't started filming yet, which feels, is that late for the bachelorette? Oh yeah. I guess they don't make, they don't announce it until. No, they don't, uh, they don't usually start. mm, No, they usually don't start filming bachelorette till like end of March. Okay. So it's, it's pretty accurate timeline wise until wait. So they haven't even announced it, but they are like getting prepped to start filming. Yeah, they're going to start filming, I'm, I'm assuming, like, right after okay. after the final rose. So then you wonder, like, does the Bachelorette know that she's the Bachelorette? At this point, I don't know. I'm I did sure. see one of my producer friends, like, post of him being, like, he posted a caption with, like, off to space camp, which is what we used to call filming, like, space camp, like, Bachelor filming. Really? So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, our pro- it seems like producers are, like, heading out there to, like, start filming. At, at well, least I, it seems like contestants are quarantined right now. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Uh, we'll see who is quiet on their social media over the next, like, week or two. But I will say... You know, I feel like a lot of the women of Matt's season aren't like super active. social media active, which I mean, I love to see it. I really always yeah. do. Um, yeah. But yeah, four I days ago, he posted on the way to space camp. Interesting. Interesting. Ooh, space camp. I love that they call it that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that's kind of Batch Nation news. Um, I did have some other non-Bachelor related things. Uh-huh. Tell me. Um, I would like to talk um, first and foremost about the fact that Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have been dating. <laughs> this is because you're following not skinny but not fat. <laughs> yes, but also I'm seeing it everywhere. Absolutely Ooh. everywhere. Okay. That is the couple that I didn't know that would ever happen that I'm kind of obsessed with. Kind of amazing. In the midst of this, Kim and Kanye have publicly talked about their divorce <sighs> happening, which did you ever think that they were going to get divorced? You know, like it's one of those things where it's like not surprising, but like it's kind of not surprising, but it also is surprising. Yeah, that's how, kind of how I felt. I'm like, there's this part of me that's like, oh, of course, they'll get divorced at some point. But then I also thought they'd be together forever. <laughs> Yeah, but then also, you know, Kanye was going rogue tweeting or talking about he called Chris Chris Jong-un oh and said God. that she's a dictator. <laughs> you Do not cross the momager. No, 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 no. You are out of the family if that happens, honey. I mean, yeah. I, I was but starting I to imagine that it was going to happen as soon as he threw in his... what? As, okay, I looked at Evan as soon as he said that he was running for president and Kimmy K posted about voting for Biden, I believe. You're like, it's over. But didn't like publicly say like, I'm not voting for my husband. I'm voting for Biden. It was kind of like a, it's voting day and here's my ballot and vote it, vote for Biden or vote blue or whatever. I'm like, oh, so she's not even voting for her own husband for president. <laughs> that doesn't seem 
seem like a great sign or a shining endorsement of his presidency. I also, uh, yeah. I think that they worked for a long time because I think like clout, like not clout, but like I think that they saw each other where it was like, you do what you got to do to like get in the news and sell your shit. Like, but then also, you know, Kanye has experienced moments of mental instability Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I imagine that they're, you know, it's really difficult to maintain a relationship just being in the public eye, much less when someone, you know, really struggles with their mental health. Well, the difference too being that it's like Kanye before, of course, one of the biggest superstars was in the public eye, but was also had his own private life and all of a sudden... You get married to the queen of all of her private life being filmed constantly Um, as someone who struggles with mental health. I don't know how you function in that. It's like you need your space and you need to be able to like, especially like as famous as he is, where it's like he can't step out anyways, add the cameras now in his home and like that's happening and like the kids being around. No, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know how, how you function. Yeah. I mean, he said, he had said before that he like didn't want to be on the show at all. And like, I imagine there's a lot of tension with that. And I also do imagine like Chris is the momager and I bet that she was like always pushing, pushing, pushing Kanye to, you know, be a part of things that he didn't want to be a part of, not say certain things that he wanted to say. Like, uh, you do kind of wonder, like, how much role did Mama play in this in this breakup? I think Mama plays a lot in a lot of the lives <laughs> of the kids. <laughs> I think Mama has quite a hand in it, and she has helped create a very successful career for all of her families. My but- my brother is always like, save the men that end up with the Kardashians, like Scott, um, Lamar, like Lamar, like these uh, these poor men fall into the wayside left Tristan. and right from the Kardashians. Well, and then speaking of Scott, who always remains in the family, I don't understand why this isn't talked about more that Scott started dating an 18-year-old Sophia Ritchie, an 18-year-old. And listen, I let me let me make something very clear off the top rods. You know I love I love an older man, okay? Sure. I'm not trying to age shame here when it comes to like relationships. But Scott starts dating an 18-year-old, uh Sophia Ritchie, and then breaks up with her to date another freshly 18-year-old Amelia Gray. And in between that also was dating random other 18-year-olds. Bruh, that's fucking, you. that's weird. That's weird. Sorry. Why that's aren't weird. more people talking about this? Like, Why this, are you dating back-to-back basically minors? And how, and like, I'm going to look at I know they're not technically minors, but like. But they're, they're barely, I mean, and also like the whole. When the you're whole, a 40-year-old man, just like dating 18, like what? The whole piece too, also the whole like, I mean, when you're 18, it's like you're still so young. They're um, younger than Kylie. Facts. How old is he? Let's look up his age. Because maybe he's not 40 yet. I have, I literally have no idea. He's 37. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Wow. I didn't actually realize he was that young. But 37 with 18, that's a almost 20 year age difference. Okay. Amelia Gray's now 19. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. <laughs> um, I didn't realize Courtney was four years older than him. Yeah, she's a little older than Scott. 
But like, that's the thing. It's like, it's not, it has not just been Sophia Richie and Amelia Gray. There've been other, every time I see a new photo, it's another like 18 or 19 year old girl. And I'm just here to say, why isn't this talked about more? You just see him within these photos and like, it's just not being spoken on. And I'm like, what the <sighs> fuck is going on? Um, that is not an Instagram king who I am who I uh, approve of, but an Instagram king I do approve of is Jonah Hill. Did you see his oh recent my God, post on Instagram? Yes, I was. It was amazing. It was okay. amazing. So, broads, if you have, if you don't follow Jonah Hill on Instagram, he recently, like, on his on, as an actual hard post, he posted a photo of himself um, that was uh, taken. Let's see. It was taken by the Daily Mail. He then wrote this whole caption. He wrote this whole caption where he says, "Um, I don't think I ever took my shirt off in a pool until I was in my mid-30s, even in front of my family and friends. Probably would have happened sooner if my childhood insecurities weren't exacerbated by years of public mockery about my body by press and interviewers. Mm. So the idea that the media tries to play me by stalking me while surfing and printing photos like this, and it uh, it can't phase me anymore. Uh, is dope. The fact that it can't phase me anymore is dope. I'm 37 and finally love and accept myself. This isn't a good for me post and it's definitely not a uh, feel bad for me post. It's for the kids who don't take their shirt off at the pool. Have fun. You're wonderful and awesome and perfect. All my love. Oh, and Daily Mail, not even you can take that smile from my face. I freaking love it. I loved I love it. it. I love that he made that a hard Instagram post and... I also just have a huge crush on Jonah Hill and have oh for God, a while. And now him with his like bleached hair and he's all tattooed too. <laughs> just like Jonah Hill. I just love because I mean, I think he also brings up something so important, which is like, you know, body insecurities with men are not talked about enough. And I'm hoping nope. that there will be a new wave of men talking about like their body insecurities and yes. fat shaming that men experience and you know, male eating disorders. I mean, actually, you know, that was something that Ben brought up on the last season and it seems like there will be a new wave of like, you know, getting to talk about how important it is for men to have um, body confidence and to be supported in their journey towards yeah. self-love. So yes. what a great note to end the it episode was such, on. Right. It was so good. Well, thank you, Jonah Hill. We love you, Jonah Hill. We don't know how we feel about you, Scott Disick, but we love you, Jonah Hill. And um, yeah, bro. <laughs> well, that is divi- divulge into like a mini pop culture talk at the end. Um, I do actually want to talk about a little bit about Ben, by the way, like maybe next episode. Um, so. You know, I'm always down to have a Ben conversation, honey. Let's but do anyway, it. Um, <laughs> with that, with that, broads, we'll uh, we'll chat soon. And by the way, please tune in tomorrow because Chatty Bros is back, and the boys Chatty will Bros. be Chatty Bros is back, and they will be discussing hometowns and the women tell all, and always with all of their great insight. Yay! Be coming. Sounds good. Chat. All soon. right, broads. Chat soon. Bye.